All right, so we're recording. Welcome, ladies, to your late night and for, for me, early morning session. <laughs> um, and for everybody who's watching the replay, remember to take down notes and for you ladies as well, always. Um, any insights that you, that you feel that you resonate with that we talk about through the call um, and then any action steps that you can take in order to integrate those insights um, throughout the week, next week, um, whatever it is, just make sure that you take action on what we, you learn here and what we talk about here because otherwise the, the needle won't move forward. Um, sometimes insights are really, really exciting and uh, mind expansive. And then all of a sudden we forget about it because we didn't anchor it with action. So the way that we bring these things to life, everything that we learn um, is by integrating through experience. So make sure you take your notes. And then um, at the end of the call, I'm gonna take some nice, lovely pictures of us. <laughs> wherever we are at night and in the morning. And, um, and then I'm going to tag you so that you can share with the rest of the group what you've learned and, and how you're going to take action. So um, I've been talking to Carmen. First of all, if you had any issues with um, the course site yesterday and the day before is because the site was hacked. Um, but ah, now, cool. yeah. But, yeah, I couldn't get on. Yeah. 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 So now it's resolved. Oh. Um, I, I logged yep. in right before the call and, and Carmen let us know that, you know, she, she resolved the issue with the hosting company, which is GoDaddy. Um, so yeah, if you have your website um, or even, you know, just a, a regular email account where you have a lot of your information, just make sure that you update your password regularly, um, okay. maybe once a month, once every couple of months. Don't use the same uh, password across your, your platforms yeah. because that could be, yeah, that could be just really easy to hack, basically. <laughs> I do that because then I don't remember my passwords. Um, but I, I stopped doing that, you know, and, and I found a way to um, to save my passwords in like handwritten in a place in my desk, so that if I forget, oh. at least I have them handy. So that's resolved. But you know, if you try to log in yesterday and the day before that, that was what was going on. Um, some hackers, you know, just hacked um, the hosting account and made a nine thousand dollar and a four thousand dollar purchase. Um, and yeah, but, but GoDaddy resolved it and Carmen got her money back and everything. So it's all wow. good. Yeah. I um, had trouble. I was telling Annette, I couldn't get on, but when I came home, but I was home this afternoon, I tried logging and I could get in. Yeah. Perfect. But I thought it was me where I was. I thought, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, that, I said no. to Carol, send, send an email to Natasha. She'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll fix all. <laughs> well, we have yeah. a whole team. Um, so, and, and also I've been talking to Carmen about what you've been working on the past two weeks um, with her. And it was all about setting your new goals for the new quarter. So now we're in Q2. 
2021. I don't know how that happened so fast, but here we are. <laughs> and um, so there is a psychology behind goal setting. We, we have touched on this a lot in our calls, um, but Carmen told me that last week, you've also been talking about if there are any, as you were setting your new goals, if there are any underlying beliefs that may be holding you back. You know, if you're not going uh, mm. full in, then what's going on? What do you believe about that goal that, you know, kind of triggers your resistance and you're not really taking any steps, whether it be tiny steps or, you know, bigger steps to move towards that goal. And I thought that was very interesting um, because this is kind of like an onion, you know, it has many layers. So when we talk about this in our calls, it's like we're peeling off one layer. And then we may be talking about the same thing again, two or three months later when we're, you know, um, thinking about our new goals for the new quarter, but there's a deeper level of understanding this time around um, because, you know, you've soaked in um, trainings about the psychology of belief, um, limiting beliefs, resistance, how it works, when it gets triggered. And then, you know, you set new goals and, and you have all that information and experience. So it's like a, a new you <laughs> in a way you know, whether you've not transformed 100% and you're not 100% a different person, you are in a sense that you're looking at it through a different lens now. So I'm, interesting, I'm interested in knowing if you were able to set your goals for this uh, quarter. And if so, um, if you can, if you want to share how it's going. And if you haven't yet, then maybe we can take the time to you know, help you set your goals for the quarter. And it's going to make it so much easier when you use your WAP, um, when you fill out your WAP each week, because you have kind of a, a North star to, to move forward to. So anybody want to share how they're doing with their goals? So off you go, you two go first. No, I haven't uh, set mine properly yet. And that's, yeah, but I've been letting other things get in my way with that. Okay. And, and I wanted to talk about that. All right. And what about you, Daphne? Um, new quarter goals. I haven't, I don't think I'm up to the, hang on. I'm just like, so I'm up to the aha before I have to go catch up on that aha last stop at the Carmen <laughs> but then I've just finished mod oh no in the module that's right so to do the module the two aha two actions in the module that I'm in okay but I haven't done any other goals except for that my first goals from the first quarter yeah I haven't set anything just my weekly WAP that's what I'm up to Okay, so what, what module are you in again? Can you remind me? I've just started module three, lesson one. Okay, good. All right, so you are not even halfway through the course, but you are in that very, very um, 
special module, <laughs> I may say, because it's got a lot of content, yeah. a lot of things to work on. So that could be a goal in itself. Um, you could, I can, I'm going to suggest uh, kind of working on um, personal business goals, personal goals. And then for you, Daphne, since you're still going through the course, um, yeah. you can make some of the, uh, the course goals, like to finish a module or to implement um, certain action steps that you take from your ahas from each lesson. Um, that could be business goals. Um, but also if you, um, have a particular win that you would like, um, like having a certain amount of team members, associates join your team, customers by the end of the quarter, I think that would be motivating for you because yeah. when you have that goal and you have a vision of what it's going to look like once you, uh, accomplish that goal, then it's going to be more exciting implementing everything that you learn in the course. Um, so it's not just going to be information, but really something that you can use today to get you towards that goal, to having um, that associate join or that many customers join. You know what I mean? Because um, yeah. when you learn so something, yeah, go ahead. So do you mean like, so for example, in my first quarter, I put four associates to start a new team and four PCs. Mm -hmm. So that was my quarter goal. Okay. I, I have to go back now. Okay, perfect. Perfect. So you did have yeah. a goal. And how did it go yeah. with that goal? So, so far, I've got uh, one PC mm -hmm. and retail two retails and now another one coming maybe coming on board okay perfect but it's always pieces yeah all right it's an associate isn't it yes 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 uh, yes yes associate yeah brooke will be yeah sorry yeah she'll, she'll be coming sorry she'll be coming on to yeah associate. okay perfect so that's that's what i meant a goal like that yeah. for the second quarter and since you already um, had put down your Q1 goals, you know, you had a vision for that. Um, yeah. I think it's, it would be a good moment to take a step back and say, okay, what worked? What didn't work? What helped me move forward, you know, towards accomplishing that goal? What do I still need to work on? Where is there still room for... Um, improvement was that the moon calendar that we had to that we did um that we reflected when it was the moon yeah so the moon mm -hmm. calendar absolutely supports you with this because okay. um yeah. the the two faces of the moon that um we work with mostly are the new moon and the full moon. So in the moon, new moon, you set your intentions for the whole month. And yes. two weeks later, when it's full moon, then you assess how, where you're at with that goal and you celebrate your wins and, you know, you, you, you tweak whatever needs tweaking so that you can, you know, finish that phase, finish the month with, um, with all wins possible. 
So yeah, absolutely. Use and you that. Re, wasn't it you realign, like you look what you did and then you realign and how you can improve. Yes, the next, absolutely. Okay. Right. You assess. Yeah, I, I, I done that, <laughs> but I haven't done my next. I've refocused on what I, what I am. Like, I really like that part. Like if you need the money, your, your gratitude, you need to put yourself in a business, like, or in a financial advisor mode or, mm-hmm. but not change who you are, but still, I don't know. I like yeah. that. There was a concept on it. Like if you need to be a teacher, you need to be a yoga person. You're going to, yeah. Yeah. So basically for the, for the quarter, it's the same thing as setting a goal um, or your intentions for the moon, only that, yeah. you know, you're you know, zooming out a little bit and it's three months rather than one. And the reason why it's helpful for perspective is because sometimes things don't go as planned or sometimes we move forward way faster than we think, you know, either slower or faster. And then we, we take a look at how we're moving through the journey, through the path and say, what will, do I need to change my shoes? (laughs) Do I need to change my running shoes in order to get there uh, more comfortable, faster? Um, Maybe I need to take a different route um I'm stopping right there it looks like some there's an obstacle on in the path how can I get you know through that do I jump through it do I ask for help um so it is one thing to do that for one month and then it's a different thing to do it for three months because you have a bigger picture um sometimes things fall into place take a little longer to fall into place and you, you see that you accomplish your quarterly goals, but maybe your monthly goals aren't as accurate. But then when you zoom out, you're like, oh, wait, but I did it for the quarter. So um, it helps to see so that you get to know yourself more. And all, also, since we're talking about business coaching and mentoring in this program, it's really, really helpful for business um, to assess your business, your you know, your, your earnings, your team and all, all the things. So yeah, absolutely set your Q2 goals again, Daphne. Um, and just, you know, take a look at what worked last time, what got you closer to that goal and what held you back um, so that you can integrate that to your WAP as well. If you, let's just say that there was um, a little bit of of overwhelm because you're doing so many things and that got in the way. Okay. How can you integrate, you know, a little bit more ease into your days so that you don't feel overwhelmed and that you can move forward at least a a step more, step more. So that's an example. Also, you can tweak business strategies. You can tweak systems. You know, there's so many things we can tweak. Does that make sense? Oh, cool. Yeah, that was, that was good. So I can add these little meetings into my WAP to make it more a bit more clear. And then I can like, leeway if I get overwhelmed, I can, oh yeah, okay, got you. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for you ladies, um, so you didn't, um, 
write your your goals and intentions for the quarter yet but have you done that for the first quarter and it has i'm the one who hasn't okay how did it go oh, i think Annette said she did yeah yes well i the first quarter was really well considering uh the 13 weeks for eight weeks i had my leg elevated Mm. And I did according to, I did even better than what I set out to be, um, even though I was incapacitated. Mm. And so then I upped my ante for this quarter. Uh, I'm still a little bit limited as I am today, hence I'm in, in bed. So I've set my 90-day goal and it seems like everything is aligned. It is just seemed to be all coming uh, how can I say it? The right people are falling into place, you know, like uh, it's just really quite astonishing. I just, what I need to do is really pace myself and allow quality time as well or self-care. Yeah. Mm. I've really got to be careful on that one. Super, super careful. And I, I show that today, what I did today. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But even with this, uh, Daphne's people that she's all of a sudden Daphne's got all these people that she's got lined up that they're coming to her as well so it does help what you said by because she's been doing her work and it's going according to plan that may not seem like that to her but they're coming on board mm, congratulations um for both of you so Annette, um, seems like things are going pretty, pretty good for you business-wise. Is that right? Business-wise, I just, my biggest thing is really to, to pace myself. Right. Okay. So are you integrating self-care into your, your WAP weekly? Yes, I do. But that doesn't always eventuate. So if other people ask for help, including my family, I will, I allow it. I really do. And that's my biggest thing. Mm, okay. Look, it makes me quite emotional. Mm. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. I completely understand that. Um, you know, it's, it's really important to all of these concepts that we learn um, here in, in personal development in general, in the course about um, integrating non-negotiables, like what is our non-negotiable? Um, sometimes we only focus on business for those, right? It's like my non-negotiable is calling so many people and scheduling so many meetings and writing and things like that. Um, but the number one non-negotiable should be your self-care, right? And, and by non-negotiable, that means that really, even if other people need help, of course, I'm not talking about emergency, uh, emergency situations, but even if other people need help, then you still come first, your self-care comes first. And it's, it's really difficult to figure out at the moment when somebody approaches us, you know, if we're dealing with that when to say, where's the line, right? Because 
if you are not clear with that and somebody calls you for help or reaches out to you, then you're not going to see the line and it's going to be like, okay, fine. Yeah, I can do this. I can squeeze it in just because it's doable, right? But um, being doable isn't the only factor. Your standards will determine, you know, if you have room for that or not. So I strongly suggest, um, since it is, you know, a sensitive issue for you, I strongly suggest to sit down and journal a little bit about where the line is for you, right? What are your standards in, in terms of um, being there for others and being there for yourself, right? And by standards, I mean, um, what are the indicators of that line? So will you always be there for somebody? Well, no. And there are situations where, you know, you just can't. So what are those situations? What are those um, indicators that will point you in the direction when you need to decide um, whether to be there for somebody or not? What are those indicators? Um, is it, well, if it's a certain time of day, then, I'm not available anymore. Um, is it, uh, I don't know, a certain weekday? Is it a certain emotional state that you find yourself in that determines that you're not available to support anybody else? Whatever it is, you know, dig a little bit deeper and, and journal about it. And even if it doesn't come very clear at first, just put the pen on the paper and just let it out, you know? It's like, I really can't be there for anybody when I feel this way, when I feel that way, when my energy level is, you know, do you wait until it's depleted? Or, you know, is there an indicator before it's depleted that will point you in a direction, okay, this is the limit, this is the line, right? I feel okay now, but if I say yes to this, that won't be the case anymore. <laughs> Um, sure. sometimes we feel that that line is not feeling well, but it should come before, right? Because if you're taking care, just imagine if it's the other way around, right? You're really good at taking care of people. Obviously it comes naturally to you. So, and I'm good at teaching others. I tell Daphne, you must do this. Oh. <laughs> right. But then, you know, when, the, the fingers pointed in the other direction, then yeah. So we all have our blind spots. Um, that's totally normal. But if you have a hard time, you know, asking yourself these questions, then imagine the opposite situation. If you were supporting somebody else who is having trouble taking care of themselves, right? What would you tell them? And that's advice for yourself, you know? Yes. What would you tell them, you know? Um, would you tell them, well, you know, just stick it up a little bit more until you feel bad? <laughs> Is that something that you would tell, you know, your family or your loved ones? Absolutely not. So why do we tell ourselves that constantly, right? Because that's really what we do sometimes. It's like, uh, I'm okay. I'm I'm, I'm super exhausted, but I can still walk. It's like, what? <laughs> there should be a line before then. So, um, yeah. So that's something that you could work on for this quarter, Annette. <clears throat> yes. Integrating 
your non-negotiables, but in a way that it's so clear to you on where to say yes and where to say no and why, so that you don't have to stop and think. Um, I do recommend stopping and thinking though. You know, if you have an easy yes for things, it's always a good idea to be like, let me get back to you in five minutes, you know, 10 minutes, whatever, you know, when somebody reaches out and then you have a little heart to heart with yourself. Is it difficult saying no? Sometimes it could be uncomfortable if you're not used to it, but it is way more uncomfortable to be feeling bad physically, you know, and, yeah. you know, and emotionally because we weren't able to really um, pull through with our own agreements with ourselves. So, so that's something for Q2. What do you think? Yes, definitely. That sounds really good. And I'm glad I came on because with my leg, I nearly decided not to come on. And so, that's what we need yeah. it most. See, there yeah. you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Thank you. Well, for I hope sharing. that helps others. Yeah. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will because well, I think everyone needs that. <laughs> yeah. It comes across in some moments, like, mm -hmm. and you just mm. don't know when to. That's good. Where to draw the line? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, sometimes we we feel that we know where the line is for us. It's going to be different for each one of us because we're all different. Um, we all have different strengths. We all have different weaknesses. Mm. So it's gonna be different for each one of us. Um, but when we really stop and think about it is where is the line? Sometimes I'm not clear, right? Sometimes I'm not clear. So I've had to do that a lot with my practice, with my coaching practice, because you know, if um, the client would ask for a specific schedule because you know, they, they couldn't find one in my scheduler, I'd be like, oh, sure, you know, let me just, let me find that for you. And then all of a sudden I had the wackiest schedule. I couldn't rest. Um, you know, I, I, I was having really weird um, work hours. So my, I would take a lunch break at three o'clock in the afternoon, things like that. Um, mm. <laughs> and then of course there was family and I would be there for family as well because, you know, they got used to me being kind of a, a bouncing board and, and support the more training I got, the more my family would rely on me. And then all of a sudden I would realize that I had taken absolutely no time off for myself. Um, you know, my eating habits starting to get a little wonky. I would stop working really late, but not because I was working like crazy, but because, you know, I just would give anybody, I would accommodate to any schedule that people would request. So I would have like two hour gaps and then, you know, finish working at like eight o'clock at night. So no, <laughs> I did major cleaning up there, major cleaning up. So my standards were very clear. Work hours are these. If my client can't make those work hours, then, you know, I'm really sorry, unless it's an emergency. Okay, so what is an emergency for me? What would be an indicator that it's an emergency and it would qualify as that? Okay, so then I've got clear on what that looked like for me. You know, if I had a client that was mentally and emotionally unstable, right, um, to the point that I would be, you know, worried about their well being and their health, I would absolutely support them. 
But other than that, if it was just, you know, being stressed and, you know, just wanting a special schedule because they couldn't find anything, I can't do that. Um, I don't do that anymore. And then, you know, I always have my early morning routine where I start the day off by taking care of me. You know, I used to, you know, look at my phone before even getting out of bed to see like the emails that I got and, you know, like social media, things like that. I don't do that anymore. As a matter of fact, I leave my, my phone in the, in the, in the bathroom and I set my alarm so that I wake, so that I get out of bed, turn it off. I, I flip my phone over and then I do all my self-care things. <laughs> I take a shower, do all my self-care things, prepare a nice breakfast, you know, journal a little bit, um, move my body. And that's giving my body and my brain and my nervous system signals that I matter, that I'm, that I'm important, right? That it's, this is the most yeah. important thing to do. Um, yeah, and, and it took a while to get there, but just like with any other goal and any other learning curve, you know, when you schedule it and, and when you start envisioning yourself and, and, and taking baby steps towards that, just like we do for our business, you can do that for habits, self, uh, self-care, healthy habits for yourself as well. So for everybody listening, uh, Just make sure that for the second quarter, you are integrating self-care, that you are thinking about how to support yourself through the journey towards those goals. If it's, uh, you know, if it's an ambitious goal, you know, because you're, you're ready to go for it, you know, you're ready to go full in, or even if it's just, you know, a step forward in your business, um, think of how you can support yourself through the journey towards that goal, right? Just um, think of like a a marathon and you need to get to the finish line and you're gonna think, okay, what sneakers can I wear? What running shoes? Um, What type of hydration is gonna be the best? What should I eat before and after? You know, what clothes? Um, do I need any, any, anybody to support me? Like, do I want to see my, my partner, my, my husband, my wife, you know, somewhere along the line and so for support and motivation, do I need, um, uh, a podcast or any motivational, um, things, you know, kind of supporting me on that journey, igniting my energy, Right. So just like that, think about your journey, like this, this Q2 marathon, what things you're going to need to get there. Well, I like that one, Natasha. How can I support myself? That's quite personal to me. So I wrote that down because that's really, for me, that's quite powerful. How can I support myself? Because other than me, there's no one else, really. So that's really, yeah, I I love that. I don't know about you guys, but I Mm. like that one. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, that's very powerful and very required. (laughs) Awesome. So, ladies, for the rest of the call, I want to hear if you have any specific questions besides your goals, um, if there's anything about 
your business, the course, Stephanie, you know, if you have any questions on the lessons, anything you want to bring up. Yeah, I'll bring up something, um, Natasha, something that's been getting in, blocking me away. I've allowed it to, uh, because I've had this other issue that's been going on, a work issue. I don't know, I've been using it as an excuse maybe, or just, you know, subconsciously in that, but I've had not been getting stuck right into the business as such due to it. it's been taking me quite down and things but I think just as you've just sort of mentioned in that just like with anything schedule envision take baby steps and I suppose I do know that but it's just getting into the habit of doing it and just doing it mm. um, and like a big thing I need to do also is declutter declutter but, mm. Mm. okay and what do you mean by declutter Actually, well, my office is needs to be. I've not been, uh, yeah, to make room. Like just stuff I've been holding on to, stuff I've not been getting rid of to make room for other things to mm-hmm. get in to make room in. Okay, and and how does general, your how does your week look like? Is it also cluttered with with things like your schedule? No, it's a bit of a bit messy that way, you could sort of say, because it's going to be changing very soon, which I don't know is for the better or for the worse as such. But um, I can net knows my story in that. Um, it's an issue with work and that have been off, I'm happy to say, sort of thing. Um, I mean, have to say it sort of thing anyway. I've been off work um, uh, for a couple of years now, but been fully paid in that. But due to a, um, uh, don't know if I can sort of say a, political discrimination issue but I will be going back shortly well see how it goes um but that's been a huge had a huge impact on my life um and that there's been a big yeah quite a lot of depression and stuff like that with it and that if I didn't have Annette and the rest of the team I don't know where I'd be Yusana has been my saving grace I'd say well my business yeah but I haven't been treating it as a business Right. Hmm. I see. Thank you for sharing that. So, yeah, sometimes it's embarrassing to say, but no, I've got to be honest. I've been an honest draft. You're not going to get anywhere. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, um, things that may seem embarrassing to us are absolutely not to the rest who, who are receiving that, who are listening. Um, And I'm a big fan of Brene Brown. I definitely recommend watching her videos, reading her books. Um, She says that the antidote to shame is not um, keeping it silent, is sharing it because you're going to, you're going to hear a lot of uh, me too. (laughs) That's what you're going to hear. Usually, you know, we go through very similar things in life. Uh, We think that it's, it's, it's very specific to us. But when we ventilate, when we ventilate and we, we put it out there, you're, you're going to hear so many, oh, me too. This happened, that happened to me too. Maybe a little bit different, but that's how I felt. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Um, and, you know, decluttering and um, like physic- physically, you know, cluttering and, and holding on to things and having a messy week, sometimes it's a way um, to kind of distract our nervous system 
from what is underneath the surface. Um, and there's a really lovely exercise that I've done a couple of years back. Um, it was after my, my dad passed. Um, I'm really organized. I'm really clean, sometimes too organized. Like I can't, <laughs> like I can't come to my desk and there's a cup there. I'm like, I can't start working. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but after, after my dad passed, um, things were messy. Let me tell you, things were messy. There was, there was stuff everywhere. Um, and I, and, and not only that, but the reason I asked you is how, how your week is looking is because sometimes when we have certain things cluttered, our week, our schedule looks kind of weird and messy and confusing as well. You know, it, it kind of expands. Um, so an exercise that I did was to start cleaning up and decluttering certain areas um, and journaling with it, right? It's like, okay, by clearing this space, just my desk, right? Today is just my desk. By clearing this space, I'm clearing, um, I'm uncovering this part of my heart, right? And this part of my heart right now um, is vulnerable because, right? And you're gonna be really, really surprised by the things that come up. It's very healing um, and it shifts something within us when, when we see you know, a space very clean and organized, something shifts with, within us. There's a little bit more clarity. You will feel more organized as well. And when you're done you know, decluttering the physical space, um, or you can even do this in parallel. You can do it simultaneously if you feel. Um, start decluttering your week. Make it as simple as possible um, with the least amount of commitments, um, just enough to get you, know, you forward in your business and to um, you know, commit to your WAP because that's really important too. When you feel that, when you see that you've committed to what you've written down on your WAP, then you know, it makes you feel good because um, you're working on your self-esteem, right? On, on you know, your, your commitment to self. So, um, but just enough to pull through with that. Nothing else, you know, maybe, you know, like a meeting with a girlfriend or something like that, or like, like a lunch date or, you know, a business meeting, no more, no, no less. Just, and check in with yourself when you look at your schedule. Does this feel light to me? Does this feel light to me? And still committed, right? So that you're not um, avoiding things that are important to you and that are important to your business, but, you know, still light, right? How does this feel to me? And, uh, yeah, and journal a little bit about that. <laughs> there are things underneath the surface when, when we keep really busy, you know, or when we, you know, there's a cluttered space or when, like, when we plan things. So, like, we have 30-minute, you know, slots in, in our day. It's like, what's underneath that, right? What am I trying to cover up? 
with, you know, this, this whole agenda. Um, if there's, you know, if, if that's something that you are 100% choosing from consciousness, then go with it. But a lot of times it's not the case, right? And, and if you're bringing it here, you know, it's like, hey, there's, there's this thing about clutter, then, you know, you're, you're not aligned. You're not choosing the clutter, obviously. So, um, yeah, why, how does that feel to you doing that? You know, start, start to clear your space. Oh, I love, yeah, that is a start. So, and just what you said, it will, um, by doing just a small area sort of thing that will uncover something else because I had did reply uh, to something or an aha or an action step in that about, yeah, like there's some issues I do have regarding emotions and things like that. That but one of what Carmen's courses due to some things that have happened over the past time and that mm-hmm. um, just not, they're not right. I don't have them there and things like that. So I've got to slightly, you know, bring them to the mm-hmm. service. So that will help. Yeah. I feel anyway with that. Absolutely. Um, and you said you're going, you're going back to, to work. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll just be well, the first uh, month or so will just be part-time sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm yeah. a bit nervous about that. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. you know, be, be easy on yourself. Um, because when, when we're facing something that is, is, uh, is very emotional at a base level, um, and, and we feel vulnerable going into it, the best medicine is compassion, self-compassion, right? Mm-hmm. Understanding yourself, having your own back, you know, thanking yourself for going through it, even if it's hard. Um, self-compassion can go a really long way when we're facing difficult situations. Sometimes we can be hard on ourselves because we feel a certain way and, and we wish that we could feel a different way. Or we wish that we could be more of something, you know, like stronger, more this, more that. But the thing is, is that we're humans. And the way that you can tell that you're alive is um, through sensitivity, through your emotions, through uh, vulnerability. I think that's a good thing. Uh, I would be surprised if you didn't feel anything at all. I'd be worried, (laughs) you know? Um, It's like, oh, you're dissociating. (laughs) That's not good. But you're not, you're in it, you're present mm. and you feel. Mm. So a lot of self-compassion there, you know, and, um, and also self-care because it's not just for our physical state that we need to take care of. It's not just um, our uh, physical wellness and energy level, but also emotional, right? If you know that you're going to feel vulnerable, how can you support yourself through that journey, you know? in a way that you feel that you have your own back and that you're also taking care of the things that are important to you. Um, mm-hmm. So again, that, that potent question, how can I support myself as I go back to this job and I feel this way? Yeah, thanks Natasha. Yeah, absolutely. So what time is it? Oh, we still have 10 minutes. Um, Daphne, do you have any questions on, on um, module three, on any of the lessons uh, or a- about um, setting up your business? Um, 
No, I'm just going step by step with the criteria. I'm just trying to think if there was a question. But uh, if I did have one, I'd just put it up on the um, post. Okay. All right. I can, yeah. I can hear your baby yeah. in the background. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the next, next, next feed. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, yeah, if anything comes up, feel free to always post your cues in, in the Facebook group. We have an awesome community. And I'm so happy about how everybody's engaging. We've been noticing with Carmen how engagement has been going up and um, attendance to, to these calls and how everybody's mm. doing their WAP and sharing their action steps. It's really amazing because it works. <laughs> it's amazing because it mm. works. It is one thing to it do it does. on your own. And it's another thing oh. when you start sharing, oh, little baby, oh, this is so cute. She's gorgeous. <laughs> she yeah. is, oh, so sleepy. Um, so yeah, we should all, you know, like take, um, take advantage of that, of that form. And even if you don't have a specific question or something that you want to share, if you just need support with something uh, that feels vulnerable to you, it's, it's all, you're going to be so surprised at the love that you get, you know, and um, my, my coach and teacher, um, she always tells me, we deprive ourselves of support by not sharing. Yes. We deprive ourselves of support by not sharing. Sometimes we think, mm. well, you know, what am I, if I go on this call, you know, what, what am I going to get by just, you know, telling people how I feel? Well, you get support <laughs> and we're, we're emotional beings who thrive on human connection. That's just our nature. And that is really healthy for us, you know, to, even if somebody's saying, oh, I get it, you know, mm. or this happened to me it's still good for our heart. It really is. Uh, it's, it's healthy. There's a lot of science to back that up now. You know, the science of empathy, the science of human connection. So good on you for showing up and for sharing yeah. yourself so vulnerably. And, and I guess I, I just want to comment on what you said about you, you and Carmen noticing, you know, the, the tendency is more up. Because you do go on to other uh, hypey-up calls, like there might be other ladies in other countries, and it's just go, 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 and you feel bad that you don't go on. But you go back to Carmen, and I have to say this, it is so structured. If we just stick to it, it will happen anyway. So sometimes I think, why even look on any other... Uh, because there's no secret to it other than but Carmen, because it is very structured. It is so yes. beautifully organized. Yes. And to get the support from you and especially from you, how we can just lay our emotions open. I think it's really, you don't get that anywhere else. And yet mm -hmm. if you do it exactly right, you've got nothing else but to achieve. Mm, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, in the coaching world and entrepreneurial world, um, there, there, there have been shifts 
um, very slow shifts, <laughs> but we are starting to move in a direction that feels more organic. Um, yeah. because sometimes, like you said, the hustle, which is, that's what soul craft is all about. That's what, um, this whole philosophy that Carmen created is all about. Um, it's not sustainable if you're hustling and, um, at the cost of your emotional or physical health, it's not sustainable. You know, you can't just think about business systems and business strategy when there's a human behind that business. So if you don't integrate how it's going to be sustainable for you as a human being and, and as a person with an identity, um, then there's a piece missing to that puzzle. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs are noticing that, but there's still a long way to go. Um, mm. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. It's, we're human beings. We got to understand that <laughs> we're not machines. You know, we're not a computer. We don't enter data and then it needs to come out, you know, in a certain way at a certain time, specifically things happen. We feel things, life happens also that things that we can't control. I mean, this whole pandemic. Um, so yeah. So we need to integrate things to support ourselves um, and not, you know, not lowball um, the, um, the, the outcome, you know, not um, lower your standards. That's not what it's about. It's about, you oh, know, integrating self-care to your standards so that you can get there in a way that feels good to you. So that's that. All right, ladies. So if you don't have any more questions, I'm going to wrap this up. Hold on here. How do I take a picture? I just changed my computer. Oh, here it is. <laughs> All right. So let's take a picture. First, let's take one. Uh, nice one, smiling. Three, two, one. And now, as always, crazy one three two one <laughs> thank you so much this is a great um, call, ladies thank you natasha because yeah it's something i don't bring i can talk to some good friends about it but i yeah don't bring out too much yeah, yeah. i've hit, hidden it from others mm, it's it's a There's great a order to support but... you yeah thank you thank you for mm. that and and yeah, if you need any additional support, you know, don't hesitate to, to reach out to me, you know, um, mm. post in the group. You can reach out to me personally as well. So, Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank All you. right, ladies. Have Thank a you, Natasha. Great night.